0: One of my favorite songs is Kendrick Lamar DNA. And what he's saying on the song is, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter of peace got war and peace inside my DNA. I got power, poison, pain and joy inside my DNA. I got hustle though ambition flow inside my DNA. Now, the real question is, how are you going to know what's inside your DNA if you never studied it? I came across an article from the independent.co.uk and it talks about global DNA testing. It says the global DNA testing industry is growing at an astounding pace with experts estimating the value of 45 billion dollars by 2024 but the headline here says the DNA testing industry just wants your personal data it does not care about your well-being this is written by Georgina Lawton this is back in April of 2019 And so we have been blessed enough to have this conversation today with someone that I believe actually cares about our culture and our results and making sure the information gets in the right hands. So let's dive in and let's learn about where we are from. I'm DJ Motri with the Black Equity Network, and this is the Black Equity Podcast. We are here for another great episode of the Black Equity Podcast. Today is a special episode. We're going to actually look at uh, getting back to our roots. We've never had a conversation about this uh, topic, so I know this is going to be special for everyone uh, tuning in. On the line, we have the owner of Afro Roots, uh, Mark Bishop. Mark, are you there? Yes. Thank you for having me on, DJ. You're very welcome. Uh, for those who do not know you or know of you, uh, just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your company.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so once again, I appreciate uh, the opportunity to speak to the Black Equity Podcast listeners and the Black Equity Network. Uh, so again, my name is Mark Bishop. I'm the founder of Afro Roots, and we have the most accurate DNA ancestry tests uh, for people of African descent in the entire world. Uh, so look, I'm going to be. I'm excited to be on today. Uh, And I just have a lot I want to inform the listeners about. Uh, To explain Afro Roots a bit, I like to start with a trip that I went on to Africa a couple years ago. Uh, So I went to Lagos, Nigeria uh, to visit a friend, and I was there for for a good amount of time. Uh, I basically helped him set up a startup that he had founded. Uh, So while I was there, I got the also common question, where are you from? Uh, And then when I said I was from New Jersey, it was obvious that the people that were asking me that question were not looking for that answer. So, yeah, so when I came back, I did my research on what DNA tests to, to take to answer my question. And I came to the conclusion that no company that was out there would tell me the answer that I was really looking for. So that was the team's initial motivation behind Afro Roots. From there, I built up a whole team of scientific advisors. Uh, I have a CTO. I have a COO. Uh, and we've been pretty much running since then. We had a very successful pilot program. Uh, And we just gave our customers access to our tech platform to see the results a couple of weeks ago. Uh, So here's the point. You know, Ancestry has been my entree into learning more about genetics. Uh, And doing my research, I learned that underrepresented communities in America are also very underrepresented in genomic research. So that plays a factor when it comes to medicine. But it also plays a major factor when we want to learn more about where we are from. Uh, And the last thing I'm going to touch on is this, DJ. We all know that Africa is the most mineral-rich continent in the world, but please know this. There was a report that just came out last week from the Dubai Chamber of Commerce, I think it was. They indicated that economic growth in sub-Saharan Africa increased by 3.8% in the last 10 years. But that growth is expected to double in the next five years. The fastest-growing economies, uh, fastest economies in Africa are from continent uh, countries that are not rich in natural resources, which means that a lot of the growth that's happening is around technology, infrastructure, and things of the sort. Africa's population is growing rapidly, and that's just more Black consumers. That's that's something that we can all serve here, and that can be us that that actually makes that difference.
0: I like it. I like the way you're thinking. Uh, we did have a an episode where we touched a little bit on uh, what's, you know, what's happening in Africa, the growing areas. And so I'm glad that this is a continuation of, of that. Uh, conversation. So here we Absolutely. go. This is going to be big. So let me ask you this: mm-hmm. You touch down in uh, Lagos. Is that the mm-hmm. correct way to pronounce it? Yeah, that's, pre- that's correct. So Lagos, you touch down in Lagos, Nigeria. Tell mm-hmm. me to paint the scene for me. What is it like? <laughs> what is the airport oh, like? What is the the roads <laughs> like? Is it, it what what is, what what am I to expect when I touch mm-hmm. down in Lagos?
1: That's a very good question, my brother. So. I'm gonna give you guys the the preface like this I'm actually not uh I'm not african i i mean I'm, I'm of African descent, but i'm African American I was born and raised in New jersey you know i'm I'm the descendant of slaves quote unquote right. uh, so when I went to Lagos and when I went to Nigeria in general man i I didn't really know what to expect I, I was wondering if people were gonna show me love would they appreciate me uh or not um so when i flew to 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 lagos you know i landed at the airport and i'll tell you man it's an experience you definitely know you're in the you're in a developing country when you land in the lagos airport and anybody who's been there can tell you that um but uh but the people there man like the people there were were definitely nice but you definitely do have to you know be about your wits and 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 make sure that you know people uh you know make sure that you know people there make sure you know where you're heading and where you're going um you know, because it's definitely a, you know, it's definitely a developing country and the people there are, you know, like people around the world are struggling, right? People mm-hmm. around the world are, are trying to, you know, to make ends meet and to, to put themselves and their families in a good situation. And so when you go to a new place, when you're stepping into someone else's culture, you're stepping into someone else's backyard, you know, there's customs there and there are, uh, you know, ways of living there that you should be attuned to. But also you need to just be about your wits in general. So uh, I, I will tell you, uh, you know, don't expect it to be, you know, the nicest airport you've ever been to in your entire life. Um, and when you go outside, you know, there's there's some a bit of flooding on the street. It's raining. Um, but once you get to the neighborhoods that you're going to be spending time in, you know, I'll tell you, man, like I, I've been welcomed so much. And the people that were so incredibly kind to me. So I have I have nothing negative to say about Lagos or the sure. church. awesome
0: awesome so you go there and a conversation Mm -hmm. you're having with someone they say Mm -hmm. where are you from you say new jersey Mm -hmm. and you realize wow i'm about to really gain some wisdom here because now Mm -hmm. i now i need to dig into who technically who i really am or where i really uh, really am from so what do you discover where
1: are you really from
0: what did you discover by doing by building this company
1: putting this research together Oh, absolutely, man. I, you know what, man? I, uh, I learned a lot more uh, by building this company than just my, my roots in Africa, my heritage in Africa. Mm. Uh, but I can tell you this, man, uh, you know, I'm 16% Bariba. Uh, so they live in uh, Benin and Nigeria. Uh, and there's actually 1.4 million Bariba people uh, around the world. I'm 9% phone. Uh, they're located in Southern Benin. And there's actually 5 million people uh, around the world. Outside of Africa, they live all over the place: Belgium, Brazil, Haiti, Japan, uh, and in their, you know, in their kingdom back uh, when the phone people had a kingdom, uh, they had a, a woman-led, uh, uh, all-female army, and that's who they used for battle. So When you see the Black Panther, uh, the movie with uh, with uh, with Chadwick Boseman and everything, and you see the the Dora Milaje. That might have been based on the phone people, and and that's that's my heritage, right? Uh, I'm twenty percent, twenty percent Yoruba, which is one of the largest uh, ethnic groups in the world, and I'm also eight percent Yakuba, uh, who lives in the Ivory Coast, Liberia, and in Guinea. Uh, so, and, and I, I know you'll you'll ask me about this, but one thing that's important to note here is that Afro Roots, the company that I built and the test that we built together as a team, is actually the only genetic ancestry test that will tell you your genetic breakdown of your total heritage, including. Uh, African ethnic groups no other test that you'll take will give you a percentage breakdown of African ethnic groups including your heritage outside of that
0: wow that's big and, and so uh why do you think uh w- mm-hmm. w- without uh taking shots at anyone because I know sure. there, I know there's this other a few other companies out there that mm-hmm. are in you know this you know quote-unquote niche why is no one else really giving, you know, getting down and giving the, the specifics of, of where we are from in your estimation?
1: That's a very good question. Now, I just want to make sure I, I hone in on that a little bit more. When you say, um, why is no one able to get down in detail? Are you referring to uh, like of the major companies or about the niche company? Uh, either. So I'll tell you this, bro. Uh, when you When it comes to the major companies, um, I can just name them, right? Like 23andMe, for instance. Sure. Uh, we can see this information publicly. There's a, a report that uh, I believe the CEO, CEO spoke in um, where she mentioned that I think it was uh, 80% of 23andMe's customers are actually of European descent. So if most mm-hmm. of your customers are of European descent, then economically, it might not make that much sense for you to pursue, uh, you know, to, to put that much investment into, uh, you know, deeper Uh, resolution within African ethnic groups Uh, because if if people, you know, yeah, that's pretty much dollars and cents and your listeners definitely know all about that. Uh, So that's, that's anecdotal, but that's one of the the larger companies uh, and that kind of explains a bit about why they have not uh, moved in that direction. And then there's also, you know, smaller uh, niche, uh, you know, companies that uh, hone in for African-Americans specifically I have to be honest, uh, DJ. I don't really understand uh, what those companies are doing from a scientific standpoint because um, one of them does uh, what's called a mitochondrial uh, DNA Mm -hmm. test to tell you your your, your ethnicity. But the problem is this: mitochondrial DNA, uh, and that approach to to doing genetics is actually uh, pretty outdated. Uh, When that company first started, it was two thousand three. doing mitochondrial DNA, uh, genotyping, uh, and using that process to, to tell someone, anybody, uh, what their ancestry is. That was novel back in 2003, but 16 years later, that's actually, uh, like no other company's even doing that anymore. Uh, what companies are doing now, even the major companies, they're doing uh, what's called autosomal DNA testing. And I can explain a bit about the difference between the two. Sure. Uh, so if you think about it, uh, we, as, as African-Americans, right. Uh, the, the transatlantic slave trade ended, give or take, maybe 12 generations ago. So if you look back 12 generations, we have four grandparents on each side, right? You have, you know, your mother's parents and you have your father's parents. Mm-hmm. So if you times that number times, you know, 12 or, or 14 by the amount of, uh, you know, grandparents that you would have had within that time, uh, you know, 14 times four is 56. So we have 56 just grandparents, right, uh, going all the way back. But if you look all the way back throughout all the years, it's hundreds and thousands of people that would be in your family tree. So that's, that's a, there's a very large number of people who are in your family tree that you can look back on and say, this is my heritage, right? Mm-hmm. By using a mitochondrial uh, or even a, a Y-DNA uh, test, because those are the two tests that, that uh, some companies use within the African-American uh, you know heritage space, if you're looking only at mitochondrial DNA or Y-DNA, let's, say, let's go for my, mitochondrial DNA just to explain this. You're only looking at one person out of your entire family tree. You're looking at your mother's 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 mother. You're not looking at your entire family lawn on your mother's side. You're looking at one person on your mother's side. You're looking at your great, 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 et cetera, grandmother. And, you're, and what that company does is says, that one person we think is Yoruba, or we think that person is Hausa, et cetera. What we're doing and what autosomal DNA testing uh, does is it looks at your entire family tree, looking all the way back on your mother's side and your father's side, and not just one person. It's looking at all of those people. And we're saying this is the total percentage breakdown of your heritage, of of who you are. Now, uh, the major companies, they do autosomal DNA testing, but they only break it down by countries and regions uh, within Africa specifically. So they'll say you're from Nigeria or you're from Benin and, and Togo, right. They'll, they'll group them together like that. But the interesting thing is DJ, I'm going to tell you something and I'm, I'm sure your listeners that are, that are uh, you know, your, your listeners are obviously very educated. So we all know this, but I might as well say it in case some people, you know, might not know this. Sure. We uh, Af- African-Americans who are stolen from Africa. That happened. We were t- taken from the continent 80 years uh, before uh, the Berlin conference happened, which was the the meeting where Europe basically broke up Africa into the countries that it's broken up into today. So there were no countries in Africa until 80 years after we were taken from Africa. So it doesn't even make sense to say to take a DNA test and say you're from Nigeria or Ghana or whatever, even if they could tell you specific countries, that still wouldn't make sense because there were no countries back then. There was no Senegal. There was no Nigeria. Right? So uh, what we're doing is we're able to tell you a percentage breakdown instead of the ethnic groups that you are from, because they were certainly ethnic groups back then. There were just no countries.
0: Wow, that's powerful.
1: And you're right. A lot of a lot of the countries
0: that we're learning about now, they're still they're just kind of going through their first fifty years of development. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, and we know that you know slavery was is over fifty years ago, or over sixty or eighty years ago for some of the mm-hmm. other countries that are a little bit older. So you're mm-hmm. right uh, that you just Basically, dropped a bombshell that really we should know, but I think sometimes it escapes uh, our mind.
1: Yeah, absolutely, man. It's uh, yeah, man. It, you know, and and it's a shame. It's a shame that that people are are paying money uh, and not really getting uh, the full story, man. On, on one side, you, you can pay, you know, not that much money, right? You know, maybe ninety nine dollars or even discounts around the holiday time, and what what you'll get as, a, as an African American is, is not that much detail about uh, your, your ancestors or about where you're actually from within Africa. Uh, you know, D.L. Hughley has a joke where he says, you know, you're paying these big companies uh, to do a genetic test and all they're doing is telling you where we took you from. Right. <laughs> they're just saying, this, we took you from this country, somewhere in that country. Nigeria has 200 million people in it. So you, I'm not from Nigeria, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then on the other hand, you have companies that are a lot more expensive than that. Um, and again, let, let me say this one thing. I uh, am all about the advancement of black people. I, I, I don't want to take away Whenever black people are doing business and doing something that is positive, I am 100% behind that. So I, I don't mean to, to bash anybody and what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I just think that now uh, there is a newer way and there is a better way to be able to find out where you're actually from. Uh, and it's very exciting for me and for all of our, our customers. Uh, and that's just something that I want to make sure I shed a light on.
0: No, and I appreciate you saying that and putting
1: that out there.
0: You know, I, I, I understand where you're coming from. I never want to come from a place of, you know, hey, you know, we're putting down anyone else. But I think it's important that we understand that on this podcast, we're going to give you the the truth and try to do our best to give you the very best. And Absolutely. so I believe through our conversation, through our interactions, you're providing the best service for our people. And so, I think it's important for people that are listening to know that. And you're welcome. Uh, so, before we dive in to some mm-hmm. some tougher questions, mm-hmm. I I know what's on the tip of everybody's tongue. How did mm-hmm. you get into all this? Like, how do you get into understanding, you know, DNA and tribes, sure. and how does someone like you, and when I say like you, just mm-hmm. you know, a person that wasn't doing it before? Mm-hmm. And now you're doing it. How how do you get into this? Or did you have some previous background?
1: That's a good question, man. So, no, man, I, I really, I, I did not study, you know, I don't have a PhD or anything like that. I didn't study uh, biology or anything like that. I come from background in financial services. I've been working in, you know, finance for, uh, I, I had been working in finance for, for 10 years before I started uh, Afro Roots. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I'm a very uh, unique uh and important voice in this space, because I am somebody who's obviously of African descent, who's very passionate about our people. Um, and, you know, that is how I basically built the team, right? Um, to be a leader of a team, uh, and to kind of assemble the group together, you don't necessarily need to know what every individual person is doing. You just need to know, you know, enough about what each person does, and to trust that that person that you brought onto the team is capable and is reliable to, to, to follow through. Uh, so one of the first things I did, DJ, is I did a lot of reading. I did a lot of reading about bioinformatics, which is the basically the the, the type of science where they analyze uh, your biology, they analyze your genetics, and then make algorithms to infer different conclusions about uh, your genetics. So whether that's about your risk of catching, you know, X disease, or your risk of, you know, not uh, you know, being able to absorb this chemical that's in this type of medicine. Um, which is a study called Pharmacogenomics. Bioinformatics informs a lot of that. Um, so I did a lot of research around that. I, did a lot of, uh, I just read a lot of different books, uh, one of which is uh, The Social Life of DNA by Alondra Nelson, uh, who's, who's based here in New York. Um, I, just, I did a lot of reading and, and I just spoke to a lot of different uh, experts in the field. Uh, and man, I'm, I'm a sponge, man. Like for, for all my life, I've always been a sponge. Um, and I just try to get as much information as I can. So once I, I did a lot of reading, I knew what questions to ask. That's when I reached out to the experts and I found people who were reliable and trustworthy. And we built a team and they liked the idea. Um, and, and, you know, it was all from there.
0: I think that's important. Uh, what you're saying there is you knew that this was too big of a vision to try to conquer for yourself. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Of course.
1: Of course. And and look, you know, I'm somebody who. <laughs> As people of African descent, as people in the African diaspora, and, and let's talk specifically about you know African Americans, Caribbean Americans. <laughs> Man, our, our ancestors have gone through so much atrocities, mm-hmm. uh, you know, and we've gone through so many atrocities even in the name of science, right? right. We know about Henrietta Lacks, mm-hmm. we know about the Tuskegee experiments, mm-hmm. the Tuskegee syphilis experiments. You know, so many things have been done to our people uh, in the name of science that are terrible, and, and it, I think it, it, it's unfortunate because, well, it's unfortunate for numerous reasons, but one of the reasons that's unfortunate that I can speak on right now is that it, it causes us sometimes to be a little bit less trusting of science, uh, and that has real implications when it comes to our health, uh, and when it comes to just genetics, or our genetics in general. Um, so that said, with that knowledge, I needed to make sure that whatever I was doing, I was applying as much diligence as possible, I was speaking to the right people, I was having the right people involved uh, so that we could actually do something real and not shortchange our people, man, because we don't deserve that. Right. Now, earlier you said, you know,
0: some of the the, the greatest things that you learned had nothing to do with learning where you were from. So mm-hmm. what was that? What are some of the things that you've uncovered that you felt have been even greater than learning about your own uh, roots and your own story?
1: Yeah, well, hey, look, man, like, I think that when you take a DNA test, uh, that's only the first step, mm-hmm. right, uh, in learning your heritage. Uh, you know, I, I found out that I'm I'm 20% Yoruba, as I mentioned before, uh, but the Yoruba people have a long history, right, of religion, of, of different traditions, the food they eat, uh, you know, Nollywood films, culture, music. There's so much uh, that comes along with each of these ethnic groups that we take a DNA test and find out that we're from. Um, So I learned a lot about these different ethnic groups. That's one thing. So by the way, I didn't even speak on this. Um, We have an app uh, that all of our customers have access to uh, that was actually designed 100% by African and African-American software engineers. Uh, And in this app, for each individual result that you get, for each uh, ethnic group that you're tied to, you can tap on it. And it will tell you information about the history, the food that these different ethnic groups eat, uh, where they're located around the world, how many people are in that population. Uh, and that's information that we provide. So I need to do a lot of learning up on that to make sure that, you know, to kind of double check and make sure that information was accurate. Uh, I also learned a lot about, uh, you know, running a business, DJ, man. Like, I, I know that a lot of your listeners are, are business people as well. Uh, I know you yourself are a business person. You know, running the, the Black Equity Network is certainly a big undertaking. So, uh, you know, there's a lot. There's a lot involved when it comes to running a business mm-hmm. that doesn't even involve uh, the things that the customers even see. Uh, so that's been a lot of the things that I've been learning.
0: All right. So let's dive into that because I, I know, sure. I know that is going to be some wisdom that somebody can pick up. Uh, mm-hmm. I always think about one of the reasons why we started this podcast was to make sure that uh, that 11 year old version of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can reach back out to him and, and just drop gems on him over and mm-hmm. over each episode. So mm-hmm. uh, let's send a message out to the youth. Uh, if you are looking to start a business, what are some of the key things that you would suggest uh, that they start with uh, that you've learned through this process?
1: That's a very good question. So if I was to start a business, what would be the things that I would, uh that i would get started with first mm-hmm. you know this is something that i care a lot about man uh because my younger brother is also in the process of starting a business of his own within the industry that he that he already works in uh man first you need to do your research you need to do a lot of reading. uh see i, I believe that it's, it's very wise to learn from other people's mistakes mm-hmm. uh so, so uh reading about just how businesses are run in general creating your business model creating your business plan uh there's a, a platform that I use called the Business Model Canvas, uh, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Uh that basically helps you understand from start to finish uh it, all the different aspects of what your business will actually be. So that's something that I would recommend that people fill out. Uh, you know, make sure that you have the capital to actually get started and knowing how much capital you're going to need. Um, you know, of course, speaking to experts and having mentors, uh, I've been very fortunate to have had uh and to continue to have uh mentors in different areas of business that work in my industry and out of my industry uh, so that I can go to them and make sure that I'm getting um, I'm getting the, the real deal. Right. Uh, I can go to them and, and ask them, Hey, you know, is this, is this valuation accurate? Is this information that I'm getting from, uh, you know, this customer accurate or, or, or what have you. Um, those are the things, man, you, you got to make sure that when you're getting started, you have, you're doing your research and you have a support network and a support system of people around you that you can go to. And also, you know, be careful with your finances as well because when it comes around time for tax time, you know, you, you're going to need to answer some of those questions too.
0: I agree. I agree. That's a lot of great wisdom uh, that you
1: dropped. And
0: I, I do want to pick up on one of those uh, areas and you talked sure. about having a support network. Mm-hmm. And so for for you, one of the things that you did we mentioned earlier in this episode is you went out and you found the experts who were already in this field. They were already doing the work. They were, they already had the wisdom. So mm-hmm. How, how was that when you first reached out to them? What, what are some tips for those who may be in a whole different sector, but wanting to reach sure. out to people who are experts? Well, how did you approach them? How were you received and what are yeah. some things that you may have do differently now that you've been through the process?
1: I love that question, DJ. So I'll tell you guys this, uh, the thing that I did, man, I I, I like to, I tend to be pretty unconventional when it comes to my approach to, uh, to to approaching people and, 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 you know, uh, getting information. Mm -hmm. I use LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn a lot. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you can go on LinkedIn and create a search. You could say, all right, once you've done your research and and you know what type of people you need on your team, or even the type of people that you want to interact with, uh, you can go on there and say, hey, I'm looking for a geneticist on LinkedIn uh, or a geneticist that went to school in at this school or a geneticist that lives in this city. And then you can search through hundreds of profiles and seeing, okay, which one of these people looks like me. that's basically what I did when I first got started. That's exactly what I do, brother. (laughs) Exactly what I do. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and, and then you have the conversation with them. You you come prepared. So when you, when you uh, reach out to them and what I, when I reached out to them, I already had a, a sort of pre-canned message. I'm like, hey, you know, this is, I'm Mark Bishop. I'm the CEO of Afro Roots. Uh, this is what we're looking to do. It needs to just be a couple of sentences because the LinkedIn uh, request connection box only requires so much text. But, you know, you, you prepare uh, a little message like that and reach out to, let's say you reach out to five people. Maybe two of them get back to you. Maybe only one gets back to you. But that could be the beginning of the, you know, of something great, right. Yep. You you can speak to them and, and, and touch in with them and, and, you know, it's going to take some time, right. You need to have multiple conversations, meet them in person as well to make sure that, you know, they're, they're the real deal and everything. Um, but that's, that's uh, very much my approach and, and that's still my approach even now. And so how would you say
0: your experience has been uh, in this sector, reaching out to yeah. people who look like you and I, have you sure. been well received for the most part? Have you had a lot of pushback? Is it competitive where, hey, we're already working on that? We don't need you. What was hmm. kind of your experience walking through that path?
1: That's a good question. Uh, so I, I for the most part, people have been pretty receptive. Uh, pretty receptive to me. Um and, and look, I know that, you know, this is the Black Equity podcast, right? It's all about, you know, our community and 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 you know, building something together. So I'm going to tell you your listeners and, and you what I'm about. Uh, so this company is a hundred percent black owned. You know, I already mentioned that our app was built a hundred percent by African and African-American software engineers. Our lab is black managed. And when the listeners put in an order to receive our kit in the mail, even the person who designed the package is black. So all of that is the result of me reaching out to people and, and reaching out to people who look like me, uh, and, and and so it's that, that kind of the proof is in the pudding, right? Uh it, it's worked out
0: so far. Now, Mark, you know when you say a statement like that, I gotta push back with another question. Please. Why did you why were you so intentional about making sure that every corner of this process, of this operations process, was black? Why was that so important for you?
1: Because when when you think about uh our history as a people, when you think about uh, the ways that we've been uh, disenfranchised, and the ways that we've been kind of, uh, you know, not we've not had a seat at the table. Um, I think that it's it's important for us to to kind of counteract that, and instead to to surround yourself with people who are who are legitimate, right? People who are trustworthy, uh, but people who at least share that experience with you, um, and and make sure that they're the best people possible, right? I'm not choosing people who are black. And I'm just giving them a, doing them some type of favor and just saying, hey, you know, you're you look like me, so I'm gonna work with you. you no, know, I'm I'm checking these people up. The the people who we have on our team are very educated. They have decades of experience in the space. Uh, you know, they have a lot of chops, right? Uh and in fact, I I'm I'm really thankful to have them involved in, in what I'm doing, what, what we have as a team are doing. Um but but it's it's it 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 was very intentional because I wanted to make sure that uh I'm surrounding myself with like-minded individuals who who care, who really care about what I'm doing uh, and, and that believe in the vision that I'm working with. I love that answer. I'll be honest
0: with you. I once had uh, a saying, and I think I even did a podcast episode called, make sure you hire the best in the world. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I said that, and it's really a hidden message, I mm-hmm. truly believe that if you try to hire the best in the world, mm-hmm. more than likely, depending on the situation, they're going to look mm-hmm. like you and
1: I. And wow. so I love
0: that. Yeah, I, instead of just saying, yeah, you know, I only hire black people, what I say is I hire the best in the world. And, yeah. and what I've found, and it just, it just so happens to be, in most situations, you know, the best is usually you and I uh, mm-hmm. that have been undervalued, underappreciated, mm-hmm. and they're looking for that opportunity to showcase themselves at the highest and best usage. And Mm. so uh, that really is, you know, what Black Equity Network was founded on. Let's find the Mm. best in the world and let's showcase it. And oh, by the way, you know, we we just happen to be black. And so I feel exactly where you're coming from on that.
1: Absolutely, man. And and look, uh, yeah, that's that's amazing. And, and, And something else, when you do reach out to the people who look like us and that are experts in their field, they're really, they they've been very happy to to have me reach out to them because they say, "Oh, this is a black owned company uh that wants to work with black people right um you know I, for instance package designers uh I've reached out to several of them uh everyone who I've spoken to uh you know that's that's a black uh, package designer has been thrilled to work with me because you know think about it, man. They're working with different companies and, and of course, different corporations. But how often are they working with people who look like them? Mm -hmm. How often are people who look like them seeking them out to to work with them? Um, And and I'll tell you, I mentioned earlier, I I come from a background of financial services. I know what it's like to be the only black face in a space or to be the only black face working at an influential company uh, where millions and billions of dollars are being made and looking around the room and, and wanting to see people who look like me. So I know that feeling and I I don't, if I can change that and and I can, you know, create uh, sort of a different movement in that regard. That's definitely what I'm going to do. Awesome.
0: One thing that I wanted to touch on, I want to dive back inside the company. We we stepped outside of the company for a second, but I want to go back Mm -hmm. inside Afro Roots. So let me, let me understand this. Mm -hmm. Why is it so important? as a end user, as a customer, as a client, for me mm-hmm. to know where I'm from. Why would why is that
1: important? That is <laughs> that's a question that um that I I haven't actually got uh you know that often but it's it's one that I'm definitely prepared to answer because I, I feel so strongly about this. So you know what uh you know Maya Angelou the, the legend you know rest, rest in, in peace. peace uh she once said you know, if you don't know where you're from, you don't know where you're going. Mm. So I personally think that we as a people uh, would have an easier time unifying uh, as a result of the product that my team and I have built. Uh, so, you know, I see f- business opportunities, financial freedom, an increase in self-confidence uh, and much more being a direct or indirect result of the Afro Roots product. Uh, and when we give other people the ability to control the narrative of who we are, we also let them control a big aspect of our existence. So it's really important for us to know where we come from, because when, when people ask you that question, where are you from or, or you know, where are your people from, uh, you know, it, it'll be good for you to know the answer to that, because then you can have a, a bigger conversation and know more about who you are. I agree. I think
0: what you're doing is solving maybe one of the greatest root problems in the history of root problems of a simple mm-hmm. question of where are you from? And mm-hmm. for many people, they're lost and they're they're telling you where they're from and they really aren't from that place and so this is an opportunity for people uh to embrace uh not knowing which is okay you know Mm -hmm. it's okay not to know because once you know that you don't know then that means it gives you an opportunity to find out
1: yeah absolutely absolutely and then you can go travel and you can go learn more about you know, your people, right? Uh, and of course, that, that's not uh, rejecting the fact that you know we are African-Americans, right? We have a very unique uh, and a very, we have a very nuanced uh, experience here in this country. I mean, look, the fact of the matter is there, there are a lot of people who have come to America voluntarily, obviously we didn't do so, but those people were able to come here and, and to be able to prosper in large part because of the work that our ancestors did. Uh, you know, we have a, 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 and of course, when you come, when it comes to culture, and then it comes to, uh, you know, the Civil Rights Act and the work that you know Dr. Martin Luther King and so many others did. Um, you know, we we are African American. That's that's our identity. But it, it is important to know more about that African, in the African American as well.
0: Now, I'm going to ask you a, a question that's really from my own personal archives here.
1: So I I, do.
0: I apologize for everybody else who may not care, but I'm dying <laughs> to know this. From my studies, there's a a lot of back and forth on this. Are Mm -hmm. Black Americans originally from uh, what people call, you know, being Hebrew Israelites and being Asiatic, and technically we're not from the continent of Africa, we're more like from Middle East? Have you seen any type of research or information to confirm, deny, or to speak
1: on that in any way? sure hey um i i don't i don't mean to insult anybody uh, who who does believe that uh but from my research i've not seen anything like that i mean you know there was just a, a a report that came out in i believe it was science magazine or nature mm-hmm. magazine uh about a month ago that said that perhaps the first uh you know, remnants of the first human being was actually found in southern Africa. Okay. Uh, whereas previously it was found in in uh, the Ethiopia area, Eastern Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, but both of those <laughs> both of those locations were in Africa, um, and we know that the majority of uh, genetic evolution happened while human beings were in Africa before they even moved to other uh, places around the world. Um, so to to think that. Uh, you know people originated in an area um you know outside of where you know the the commonly believed uh location is um it's just not some it's, there there's not enough information that i've seen mm-hmm. that would uh that would cause me to believe that and also uh, i i just wanted to make a quick correction earlier in the in the podcast um i said that 14 uh generations ago that you would only have uh, i think i said 50 something uh you know um Grandparents and things of the sort, mm-hmm. but it, it's actually a much higher number than that. Uh, it, it, you know, there, there's uh, a lot, a lot more uh, people than that. It'd be hundreds of people.
0: Okay. and so for for because as I'm looking and studying, a lot of people are saying, "Well, we are the original people, and okay. we come from uh, basically modern day Israel." And Mm. that's why there's so much turmoil there, because the original people came from there. They were forced out into slavery, Mm. and we were actually enslaved by Africans. Uh, In in Israel? No. The original Uh. people who look like uh, you and I, which many people will call the Negro or later then call uh, Black Americans, were uh, from Israel and okay. they uh went west into Africa into Egypt and this is where mm-hmm. uh people say well this is where the inspired story from uh the bible comes where you know these people are were enslaved by the egyptians they mm-hmm. uh you know hey pharaoh let my people go they they yeah. they leave egypt or escape from egypt and then later to get uh enslaved again in west africa mm-hmm. Uh, And then sold to Europeans to then go to uh, Western uh, North America, which is where we're talking about being a black American now. So there is that theory out there that, hey, this is uh, what we believe to be the original people. And most of those people are now in the Caribbeans uh, and and black Americans. And there are the 12 tribes, lost tribes. Of uh, Judah, I believe, is what they they call it, or of Israel.
1: Okay, I mean, hey, uh, my answer to that, DJ, would be, let's have those people who believe that take an Afro Roots test, and okay? You can see what your results come out as.
0: Okay, cool, cool. I, I I like that answer. And so your your test is more than likely going to tell us areas within Africa. Is would it would it ever? if I'm an Asian man, would your, mm-hmm. would your test tell me that I'm from Asia or will it just sure. say, okay. So, so it will tell me if I'm from other places outside of Africa.
1: Yeah. Oh yes, of course. Uh, you know, we, as, as African Americans are, are very, uh, it's called admixed, right. Um, because, uh, because we were taken uh, from Africa. We're not, we're not a hundred percent African. Matter of fact, um, unfortunately, none of us, uh, or very few of us even are 100% African. Right. Um, if, there, if there are some people who are 100% African, that's extremely rare. Um, so uh, yes, yeah, so our, our, our results will tell you information about uh, where you know in Europe you're from, or, or where uh, you know how much Native American, for instance, you have in you, um, and and beyond uh, there as well. Of course, you know Asia, etc., is included, um, which is though that is a little bit less less frequent for uh, for, for African Americans and even people in the African diaspora. Um, but, uh, but yes, we provide much more information as far as that history and, and all that other information. That's much more uh, granular when it comes to your African ethnicity within the Afro-Roost, uh app. And that's because we haven't really been told that much information about our African ethnicities. We haven't even been told that much about Africa to begin with. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, it, we, there's a lot of misinformation out there about the continent and about, you know. The history there and about the people who are there even to this day. Uh, so that's very much uh, the intention that we had was to, to a lot of that with our, with our app and with our product.
0: Awesome. So w- let's get to it. What is the process mm-hmm. of, cause you got us interested. We're, we're definitely wanting to learn more. What is the process sure. of working with you as far as, you know, learning our backgrounds and, uh, downloading your app. Well, what is the, the one, two step process of uh, yeah. working with you?
1: Absolutely. So the first step, uh, go to our website, AfroRootsDNA.com. Uh, in there, there's a section that says, uh, find your heritage through AfroRoots. For uh, the Black Equity Podcast listeners, I have a discount code uh, that you can feel free to include in your show notes. It's just Black Equity. So you can use that code at, at uh, the checkout. Right now we're doing uh, pre-orders, uh, but we are going to be sending out our packages very soon uh, within uh, the next uh, month, month and a half or so. Um, and basically what you'll get in the mail is uh, your our, our custom package with our DNA kit in there. Um, there's instructions that will be included. It's just a cheek swab. You would do that. You would send it to uh, our lab. We'll, we'll have a return shipping label, of course, included in the, in the package. Uh, and then six to eight weeks later, uh, you will get your results we'll, we'll send you an email telling you this is how you can uh, access our application to get your results. Um, of course you'll have your order number from when you made the purchase. Uh, and then from there you 'll be able to see it uh, on your smartphone. I love it or, or on your computer if you have a, if you drive the user on a computer. This is a very
0: simple process What is, is. What is the investment that I 'm looking at? If I wanted to you know get this for my family, if I have a group of people. What type of yeah.
1: investment could, could I look at doing per person? Uh, when you say investment, are you referring to the cost?
0: Yes. I, sorry. I, I never, <laughs> I never say how much does something cost? I always say, what is the investment? That's just, I look at everything as an investment. I,
1: I, I like that way of thinking. I like that way of thinking a lot. So uh, our, our test, the, the, to invest in, uh, in yourself to, to learn about your, your heritage right. it is $180. Okay. Uh, now, that is, uh, and I'm, I'm sure the listeners are thinking about this, doing the math in their heads, that is a bit more expensive than the major uh, testing companies, but it is half the price of uh, any uh, DNA test that is marketed specifically to African Americans, Yep, and you're getting more detail than both of those two categories I just described. Um, so, so we, we think it's worth it, and we know our customers will we'll see that it's worth it as well.
0: And that is accurate. That is uh, half of anybody who's in this particular service or this particular niche of providing results for Africa, uh, African-based DNA, that is yeah. the best price that I've seen that's going to give you more results. So I, I do agree with that. And by the way, listeners, I did not know about the price before uh, this conversation uh,
1: today. So that is yeah. correct uh so and, and go ahead. in addition to that excuse me cutting you off dj in addition to that black equity listen black equity podcast listeners also have a discount in uh on top of the 180 so subtract it from there
0: exactly and so that's the exciting part and, and let's not even go over what the discount is you know just go to the website go do the work find out put in black equity and then make that decision for yourself uh mm-hmm. if this is the investment that you want to make uh for yourself uh so we talked about you know how we can actually get the information uh and work with you and make you know what I call an investment but let's kind of look mm-hmm. at uh the real kind of investment that other people wa- would want to make how do yes. uh investors uh work with you are there strategic partnerships that you would be interested in working with and I'll be honest with you once people start speaking it on black equity things mm-hmm. Things start manifesting. So, I believe. What do you want to manifest as far as a strategic partnership? It doesn't have to be a specific company, but maybe a service or something that they provide.
1: Absolutely. Uh, you know, so we're happy to connect with you know African travel companies, uh, black-owned packaging and logistics companies as well. Um, but also, uh, frankly, for anybody who's a Black Equity podcast listener, uh, if you have an idea that can help us expand our audience. Uh, if you would like for one of us to come out and come out for a speaking engagement or an interview, we're happy for that. Uh, if you want to support our company by becoming uh, a customer, um, you know, Hey, look, I I mentioned earlier, I'm a first time founder, so I'm even happy to bring on someone as an informal advisor on some business topics, you know, I can bounce ideas off of, um, or even partner with us with uh, some type of funding opportunity, whether that's grants, whether it's uh, investments, uh, et cetera, you know, we're open for business.
0: Awesome. Uh, I, I have some ideas. Um, so I, I, I definitely can see us sitting down and uh, sharing wisdom. And uh, I look forward to uh, people reaching out and uh, working with your company. And please let us know if anybody reaches out and it ends up being a fruitful partnership. Let us of know course. so we can make that announcement uh, here on the show. We definitely want to let people know that, hey, this podcast is working, we're really bringing people <laughs> together. Uh, I, yeah. I found out the other day that you know there was a strategic partnership made from our podcast it was music wow. to my ears so please wow. let us know about that
1: yeah i love that and, and dj just i guess uh one last thing sure. i, I want to say is uh you know i am I'm, I'm a listener of the black equity podcast and i'm i'm very impressed by uh your your kind of wealth of knowledge throughout different uh, industries uh, i've heard you talk about history talk about real estate uh you know talk about streaming right like uh, mm-hmm. the black stream and everything uh, you know, you you also seem like somebody who, who takes a lot of di- time and, and diligence to learn about different subjects. So I I think that's great. I appreciate that. Yeah, I
0: I try to be I guess the word is agnostic.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I try to be as ag- agnostic as possible to be able. To me, I'm looking, and it's really what the what the premise of the show is. I'm looking at black equity, not you mm-hmm. know one particular sector or one particular thing i want to look mm-hmm. at how do we advance uh ad- advance the uh experience on earth for those who wear the same uh uh same identity as, mm-hmm. as, as you and i and you know yeah. is, is it called african american is it called black for now we mm-hmm. just call it black so we can just get past <laughs> trying to understand you know what are we called but mm-hmm. um yeah for for me it's how do how does one sector connect with another sector for example you're saying hey a black logi- logistics company well I got yeah. some ideas on that you know we can, oh, great. We can figure out uh, how we can connect that and what I like to do is let's go find that person bring them on the show because uh, if somebody's not even willing to come on the show then why would I even want to make an introduction to you Yeah, you know? sure. and so what I do is I reach out to them hey come on the show let's have a conversations about logistics and then if yeah. they're willing to have that conversation, willing to sit down for an hour and have the conversation, then I know they're willing to sit down long-term and, mm-hmm. you know, sit down and talk to you and, and really work. If you can't give me an hour of your time, how can I expect mm-hmm. you to work with Afro Roots for the next 10 years?
1: Yeah, and no, that, that makes a lot of sense.
0: So as a listener of the show, what, what have been some topics uh, that have uh, piqued your interest? Or that you mm-hmm. hey I disagree with that I, I don't I, I'm not <laughs> rocking with that which is fine. Uh, what have mm-hmm. been some things that you've seen that uh, stand out to you?
1: Yeah, man, I mean, you know, I was actually listening to an episode uh, earlier today. Uh, I think it was actually your most recent episode. Um, you had a brother who was talking about real estate investing uh, mm-hmm. in Charlotte, I believe. Yeah. Um, and he was talking about the history of uh, uh, of the Black community in Charlotte and redlining and things of the sort. I mean. I, these platforms like this are extremely important uh just to to shed light on these types of issues um so i I think there's nothing that I could say you know uh you know critical or things I didn't agree with um I, I just think it's all it's all very informative.
0: Have you had a chance to listen to the episode where we talked about innovating for Africa? I have not, but i now want to I think you would be the perfect person to uh listen to that episode. And if if it speaks to your soul, reach back out to me and let's see if we can make some connections because one of the things that you're mentioning at the very beginning of this episode is, Mm -hmm. Hey, this could be a way for us to get back to our roots and invest in one of the fastest growing er air, not one of, it's going to be the fastest growing areas in the world. Um, Yeah. And, and like you said, it's going to be through technology. It's going to be through uh, infrastructure. And so, Uh, I just have a strong suspicion that you and I uh, share a common interest. And I think you'll find that common interest on that episode where we're talking about bio of innovate for Africa, where he's putting on an annual Mm -hmm. conference um, Mm -hmm. uh, dealing with startups and companies within uh, African countries. And he's talking about on that episode technology, and he's talking Mm -hmm. about infrastructure. And so it only would make sense uh that we all sit down and have a conversation and figure out well what is our next steps. why are we all being aligned uh yeah. towards the same thing so we can invest and i'm sure other people are listening to this right now they're like "Ooh, i think i can help with that too hey reach out to yeah. us uh and let us know i think it would be a really dope thing if we all uh formed together and figured out why we're all being connected like this
1: I agree. And, and if I can just say something real quick, DJ, sure. that, is, that is one of the core missions behind me starting Afro Roots. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I, I'll tell you a quick story. Uh, when I was in Nigeria, I mentioned that I was visiting a friend who had to start out there. Um, during my trip, we went to a meeting for his company with uh, a Nigerian investment bank mm-hmm. uh, where he was his company was signing a contract with that investment bank. I'll be honest, the friend uh, that I was with uh, and, and his team, these are not people who are of, Af- of African descent, right? So I'm there with them because they are the only people, or they're the people who I first knew uh, that were within Africa, these people from America. So I'm at this, this meeting, right? Uh, as part of the entourage, as they're signing this big contract and everything. And you know what? One of the managing directors, Nigerian brother, uh, who was in that meeting uh, from, the, from the investment bank side, he looks at everyone in the room, That was on the side of my friend's business and he looks at me and he says we want to see you here more often Mm. so that that stuck with me (laughs) that that moment really stuck with me and you know look at what's happening in in west africa right now right yeah uh uh, facebook just built uh, a a lab in nigeria Mm -hmm. uh google just built a lab an ai lab in, in accra ghana uh microsoft has a big presence in lagos nigeria the big companies know About what's what's happening there, and and they know that there's a big revolution that's about to happen there. And in addition to that, man, uh, and maybe you guys just know about this. So um, I wonder if you guys are familiar with the story of Jumia. Oh, uh, Uh, enlighten us. Yeah, uh, Jumia is the company. So it's the first uh, African company to IPO on the New York Stock Exchange. Uh, This happened actually of April of this year. Um, So uh, they they raised a hundred million dollars or maybe more than that in one day, right? On the New York Stock Exchange. This is an African company. What they do, they are the Amazon of Africa. So what they, they, they have you know, African sellers that are able to sell uh, products on their platform and people can purchase it and get it delivered to their house. Uh, they had a valuation of about a billion dollars and they had investments even before the IPO, uh, they had investments from G- Goldman Sachs uh, and even from uh, MTN, which is a large uh, telecommunications company in, in Africa. Um, so this was the first, uh, unicorn in, uh, sub-Saharan Africa, or even maybe in Africa as a whole, right? The term unicorn as a, as a private company. Mm-hmm. Um, so guess what the founders of this company look like? This company is located in Lagos, Nigeria. Uh, they pay taxes in Africa. Uh, this is an African company, but guess what the founders look like?
0: I'm scared to ask, but go ahead, <laughs> go ahead and tell us.
1: Uh, these were two people that are from Europe. They're actually both French. Mm. Uh, these are not th- these are not African descendants uh, that founded this company. Uh, so the point I'm making there is that there's a lot of money being made out there. Why don't we be a part of that? Yeah. I talked about the population growth out there. I talked about how the, the economy there is exploding and, and is only expected to do more so uh, over the next five, ten, even more years. Let's be a part of that. And I think Afroots is the first step towards that, because if you go out and you figure out, you know, what your ethnic, what your ethnicity is, right, what ethnic groups uh, your DNA belongs to, what ethnic groups your ancestors came from, then you can go there and have a, a more informed conversation. And people can say, hey, you know, you're, you're Bariba, you're, you're Yoruba. Let's let me tell you a bit about our traditions and let me tell you a bit about how we do business out here. And I think that's when you have a, a, an even more informed conversation.
0: I agree. I, I can tell that you and I are going to have to have a few conversations because I, I have a few countries in mind uh, mm-hmm. that I'm that I'm interested in, and I do believe that we can. I believe, and I just I say this to make sure we manifest this. I believe we make sure we set up shop here uh, mm-hmm. in America, have our headquarters of, of a thri- uh, several thriving enterprises. We then mm-hmm. leverage those enterprises to uh, attract capital. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, to invest in Africa, and I believe mm-hmm. it's time to set up shop, a uh, second headquarters and a third headquarters in certain uh, spots within Africa. And I think it's going to be uh, important for people like you and I to align, even yeah. if it's not necessarily. Oh, we have a company together. Even if it's just, hey, when your company moves left, we're moving left too. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think we can if we can form uh, an alliance of even yeah. if it's 10 people. And when I say people, I really mean companies, 10 companies sure. that are all moving uh, towards that same vision. Oh, it's you know going to be a game changer. And you're right. It's it's sitting right there because it, it's not even necessarily the hundred million dollars that they, that they raise in one day.
1: Like you mm-hmm. said,
0: it's the population because business all comes down to how many people can I help? Yeah. And so if the most people are going to be in that area, and uh, research tells me that the average age in most of these countries is 18 years old.
1: You yeah, know, exactly. It,
0: it, that, that then tells me if all the people are going to be there, then that's what the business should be.
1: I agree, 100%. And so
0: we're on the same page, and uh, I'm glad we're getting access now uh, to understand our roots. And for, mm-hmm. for one more time before we go, uh, how do people go and learn uh, what their roots are, and to a- acquire this knowledge, where do absolutely,
1: they come? sure, uh, Afro Roots DNA dot com. So uh, I said in the interview once, it's Afro like the hair, roots like the TV show by by Alex Haley, uh, DNA.com uh, and you can also follow us on Instagram at Afro uh, Period DNA. But when you go to the website, uh, right on the top, you're going to see a button that says "Find Your Heritage Through Afro Roots." Click on that. Uh, we're taking pre-orders now, as I just mentioned, you can, uh, tap, uh, on the icon that says tap here, then tap cart, tap the icon that says cart afterwards for the cart icon, excuse me, uh, enter in the discount code black equity at checkout. And, uh, and that's the first step. Everybody head
0: over there right now, check it out, put in your uh, code. And then from there, make your own decision of what you're going to do. Are you going to know where you're from or are you not? Uh, thank you, Mark Bishop, for coming on the Black Empathy Podcast. You know the doors are open for us to have uh, further conversations uh, yes. about business here in America, about business in Africa. And I say having business all over the world, uh, because yes. as much as we're going to be investing in uh, countries within africa is it may be smart to invest in uh, countries where you and i may be the only people that look like you and i and so that mm-hmm. we we make sure our, our voices are being heard too many of us are, are scared to be the only person at the table uh mm-hmm. sometimes you got to be that first person and then bring somebody else with you that's very true I, I like that i like that way of thinking all right brother thank you for coming on the black equity podcast and we'll
1: talk again soon thank you for having me on take care
0: I believe that before we can invest in our homeland, before we can invest in the United States, we have to understand who we are as individuals. We have to have a deeper sense of our roots. I truly believe that. Now, whether that is deciding to move forward with DNA testing and understanding, well, where, where, where am I from? That's up to you. That's a decision you have to make. But I do believe you have to understand your roots. I believe that once you understand your roots, then you can decide where you're going to head with your fruits. I truly believe that you will hear me say that over and over again for the rest of my life. Roots before fruits. And with that said, I'm encouraging you to get deeply rooted in understanding yourself yourself. Then we can start talking about investing in other communities, looking at these poverty rates, looking at investing in Africa and making sure that your money is right because you have to put your good seeds in good soil. But you won't know the best soil to put it in if you don't even understand your, your roots of yourself, understand the roots of your ancestry. So here's your opportunity to do so. Now, go to the show notes and. Go ahead and get the additional information, and then you decide what's best for you and your family. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. I am DJ Motri of Black Equity Network, and I will talk to you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the Black Equity Podcast. I am inviting you to join the exclusive Sip and Share Wine Club, which offers monthly and quarterly memberships available, deliveries of two, four, or six bottles of sweet, dry, or both wines right to your door at a 10% discount. Only 100 monthly members accept it. Begin enjoying all the privileges and benefits that go along with belonging to the club. There is no fee to join. You only pay the cost of your wine plus tax and shipping. Two wines is $38 plus tax and shipping, Four wines is $76 plus tax and shipping, and six wines is $114 plus taxes and shipping. Once again, join the Sip and Share Wine Club. This is your invite. Only 100 monthly members accept it.